Well, hi everybody and welcome to Rob Evans 365. This is day number 613. And uh, once again, uh, due to my extremely hectic schedule right now, I am recording this podcast as I'm traveling to and from the different things that I have to do throughout the day. I've just, uh, I've, I've completed a workout which was a little bit rushed because, oh, what I had to do th- today was... Um, kids, what what happened this morning was we were just about to leave uh, to drop uh, to dropping off the girls at school, and I said to my youngest one, Olivia, I said, "Liv, do you need your sports uniform today?" And she said, "No." I said, "Okay." I said, "I'll put it in the suitcase for Mum to pick up tonight." And of course, that this is. Uh, you know, it makes me then question, well, when I tell you the outcome, makes me question, okay, am I doing enough as a dad here because I should have been aware and she's only um, going on to be 13 this year, so I can't expect her to, uh, you know, remember all these things. And she gets to school, she's getting out of the car and she says, oh no, I forgot my sports uniform. And I said, Liv, I asked you. And she said, I forgot. And then, you know, she was all upset and, and everything. And I thought, oh, man, I should have known. It was Wednesday. Wednesday she has sport. I mean, they have it multiple times a week. And, you know, I guess in some ways I like to uh, let them have the accountability. But that's probably also me being a little bit lazy in terms of... Uh, not being fully across what it is that they need to be be doing each day, but anyway, I uh, on the way home I sent uh, Angela a text. This is what's good about Siri. Hey, I talked to Siri. I said, "Hey Siri, send a text message to uh, such and such." And um, this car has almost run into me. Got the car, the lights on emergency. And I don't know what she's doing. Um, and yeah, I sent her, Angela, a text. And she said, look, they don't have, she doesn't have um, PE until 1.45 this afternoon. So I thought, okay, I can get her her school stuff, which is a like it's a, a real hassle because it's, it's really like 30 minutes out of my way to go there and back and get back to the same position, you know, 20, 30 minutes, depending on traffic. And so I was, um, I was back to back from school drop off until lunchtime. So I thought, okay, so I planned to then go to the gym. So I thought, right, I'll get her stuff. I will, I don't have time to have a normal lunch. So this is where flexible options are great for you, right? So I had a smoothie on the way to school went to the office, dropped off the stuff, and she said, the lady said, oh, they had um, sport this morning. And I'm like, what? I didn't say that. That's what I'm thinking. I said, oh, no. I said, I thought that she didn't have it till 145. I said, no, she had the first two periods today. And I'm like, oh, man. So then I went to the gym. And, uh, of course, I was then running late. And so I didn't get a chance to do my full workout because I needed to... Uh, do my workout, really come home and have some lunch, do some office work and then do what I'm doing now to pick up the kids. But I didn't have time to do that so I had to cut my workout uh, about 30 minutes short. And so I didn't feel awesome about that. And then just because of the time, I didn't have time to then 
I get my lunch in, so I'll have my lunch when I go home, so it'll be like mid-afternoon, kind of like an early dinner, and I'll have maybe a snack or something later, instead of I might have two snacks rather than my lunch, a snack, dinner, snack. Um, I might do it that way. Uh, so, yeah, my day has been back-to-back. So I went home, had a chance to do a couple of admin things uh, that I needed to, and then um, oh, some, some development things too. I think I mentioned uh, the other day about uh, me looking at some uh, my website and where that's hosted through my web developer and so forth. And I just think I'm being... Uh, to, to be frank, way overcharged for the service that I'm using these days, so I, I want to change that. So I basically need to get the websites uh, completely rebuilt from the ground up. Um, so I was just putting together some details for that and sent it off so that I can at least get that moving um, while I'm, uh, you know, while I'm busy today and might get a response before the end of today and the time zones and everything, we can maybe get some action happening. Uh, while I sleep at night, that's one of the beauties of having a time zone difference. While I'm sleeping, other people around the world are doing work for me, so that can be good. Uh, and I got a, f- a very full uh, evening, uh, uh, afternoon, evening from when I get get back home. So it's going to be rush, 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 rush. So this is the only time that I've got to do to do the podcast at the moment because I won't finish until probably about 9 p.m. tonight. Uh, so yeah, it's pretty rushed. And I'm heading into state this weekend, very early morning. I'm heading to an Isogenics, their, their annual conference. I haven't been to one before. Everybody says how fantastic it is, so I'm looking forward to that. But that's probably um, something like a 3.30 a.m. rise for me Saturday morning to depart at 4 uh, in the morning to get over to the other side of Melbourne to the airport for a 6 a.m. flight out and to get to Brisbane and I'm meeting with a bunch of people and, and stuff so that'll be exciting. Um, so my my days are very, very busy between now and then. And so I've got to take advantage of when I can. So today what I wanted to have as our topic of conversation is around judgment, the judging of people. Now, I have been told before that I am one of the most judgmental people that the particular person that has said it uh, has ever met, which kind of takes me back a little bit and it makes me think about you know the way that I act, what, the way that uh, maybe some of the things that I say, and it is something that I, that I am aware of um, and making a better conscious effort. Gosh, that was almost a car accident. Uh, because I, I look at so why why am I like that? And my found like the household that I grew up in, even though they they wouldn't necessarily uh, see it this way, and like half the household has passed away now, being mum and dad. But it was a very judgmental household. Uh, if I reflect back back on conversations, there was always a you know making fun of certain people or. You know, we, we have good senses of humour and stuff, but um, there's a lot of judgment, passing of judgment of situations, people, etc. Um, so mum uh, was a, a civil celebrant in her latter years, uh, but she really didn't approve of uh, doing same-sex marriage ceremonies. 
Now, back when it wasn't legal when she was uh, a celebrant, uh, so as a legal marriage, but whether they were naming ceremonies uh, for children of same-sex uh, couples, then she just didn't she didn't like it, and she was very vocal about it, um, which was which is unfortunate because, in my mind, love is love, and I have a number, I have had a number of same-sex uh, relationship clients. And do you know what? They're all just as equally as human as um, uh, as everybody else. And um, I see no reason for passing judgment. But uh, obviously, I, I think I become I become very frustrated with people that aren't putting in their. I guess their best effort and what what frustrates me is that I know how much pain people are in because I've come from a painful place as well but I know what it means to change and I know uh, you know how much better you become on the other side of that of that change and I guess I I get caught up and and frustrated by those people that just become immobilized or keep complaining about why they are where they are when they could be in a completely different place if they just took more action than they're currently taking. So I do get frustrated with that and I do vocalise it and I guess I do coach people harder now than I did when I first started. I've got a new skill set as well uh, but sometimes people just need to be told that you know they need to get some tough love and some people respond to that, other people don't respond to it. And I guess what what it comes down to for me as a coach is uh, identifying the, the better coaching style for each person and kind of adapt to that. And I guess, um, yeah, some people don't like it. And what I normally find, though, is that people that don't like to be told are the people that will always stay the same. They're uncoachable. They'll never change because they'll find somebody, they'll keep saying that this isn't the right coach for me and they'll find somebody that says the things that they want to hear and they'll be happy with that coach but they'll never change because they're really not coachable. They just want to have somebody tell them the things that they want to hear and then they, don't, they just don't change. And that, to me that's, that's frustrating and it's sad and sometimes I vocalise that. Uh, so... I just want the, I just want the absolute best for people. I guess that is what's, what, uh, what my wish for people is, and um, people that don't put in all of that effort frustrate me. Uh, so today I wanted to talk about the judgment of Michelle Bridges. So Michelle Bridges uh, came to notoriety in Australian uh, television uh, because of The Biggest Loser. So she was one of the, okay, so what happened, history lesson here, uh, the biggest loser in the US, so uh, Michelle, um, Gillian um, Michael, sorry, and Bob Harper were the original ones in the US that did US Biggest Loser. Then from US Biggest Loser, after a few seasons, it came to Australia. And the idea was that Gillian, um, Gillian Michaels and Bob Harper came to Australia and it was kind of a soft launch, if you like, into um, Michelle Bridges and um, 
oh gosh, I've forgotten uh, the other guy's name. I've met him before uh, from Australia. Anyway, uh, the two of them uh, to hand over, if you like, the Biggest Loser brand from America to Australia and have uh, the two Aussies as the, as the big names here. Uh, now, Michelle has done a fantastic job, I mean, in building her profile. She came across, she, I guess she, look, whether it's her own individual style or whether she tried to mirror Gillian Michaels, only she would be able to answer that. But her, like Gillian Michaels is a real, you know, bad, badass trainer and really tough. And Michelle Bridges was doing that as well. And... Um, Anyway, the series was very successful when it first started and Michelle got uh, her, if you like, push start and leverage from the brand on the, the channel to, on the show to then go into writing books and then her own exercise programs and then weight loss challenges and uh, then merchandise and meals and a whole range of things. So she, look, she got some really good management, I think, that helped her. There was a stage where I think it was just too much of her, and I think her manage, maybe she didn't get the best management advice here. I think she was just kind of putting her name on too many things all at once. And uh, now she's got like, you know, every now and then she'll do a book. She's got a new book coming up. Um, she's got her weight loss challenges, which are good for her. She's then gotten into clothing. She's gotten into, uh, you know, branding some equipment and stuff as well. So they say she's worth about $50 million. That's what they claimed on the news last night. I've heard $100, millions, $100 million. Uh, but she's built this, you know, very successful empire. And I say, you know, good luck to you. Well done. Because um, so I know how hard the industry is. So she's done really, really well for herself. And uh, so she ended up marrying... Uh, the commando, that's, that's his, um, his name's Steve. Oh, gee, I can't think of his surname. Oh, I'm doing bad with names at the moment, but Steve is his first name. And during, he was, he came on to The Biggest Loser a few seasons into it, and they obviously got friendly. Um, the rumour was at the time that, you know, commando was still married, I think, or certainly with someone. I can't what, remember what the status of Michelle was. And anyway, they ended up together, getting married, having a child, and um, you know, being very happy and doing many things together, um, touring around, and still having their individual brands, but obviously doing very well together as well. And uh, just recently, I heard that uh, Michelle Bridges was caught driving with her young child in the car. And she was clocked at... So in Australia, you're allowed to be point... Or you have to be under 0.05 in your blood alcohol reading. If you're a fully licensed driver, zero if you're a P-plater. That's a probationary driver. And uh, she was found to have... I think it was, don't quote me, but something like 0.08. So, you know, almost double, I guess, uh, what the legal limit is. And she had the child in the car. Now... You could just look at that situation and pass a whole bunch of judgment, couldn't you? You can say, that's irresponsible of her. She should have known better. She could have killed herself. She could have killed someone else. She could have killed the child, etc., etc., etc. Now, at this point, I would like to ask you, have you ever made a mistake? 
And I think if you have answered no, you're not being truthful. Because everybody has made mistakes in their life. Everybody has regrets that they have done something and then regretted it afterwards. And I say this, unless you've put yourself into that person's shoes, then you don't know everything that's going on. Obviously, you know the, like the facts as I've presented them to you here. I'm sure there's more clarity to it, but... Um, you don't know what situation has led up to that point where she was pulled over by the police. You just don't know. I use this example. Stephen Covey was... Uh, so Stephen Covey, sorry. He, so he's written uh, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, you know, that kind of series. And a uh, very successful person... And he was telling this story that he got on a, a crowded train somewhere. Sorry, he got on a, a, a train that wasn't crowded. And this father got on with like four children. I may have the facts a little bit wrong here, but let's say it was four children. And the, the dad's sitting down uh, like opposite him and the kids are running all over the place, you know, making lots of noise, running up and down the train, making a lot of noise. And Stephen's a, a, a very you know, low-key sort of guy, very quiet, peaceful guy. And he said to the... It got to him. And after a while, he said to the guy, look, do you want to say something to your kids? They're making a lot of noise. And he said, oh, yeah, sorry about that. I guess I should. He said, I'm just not quite sure what to say. We've just come from the hospital and their, their mother died. And it's like Stephen just immediately thought, oh, my God now I understand and he felt guilty about saying it so you you just never know do you so for Michelle Bridges right she had uh, she's broken up with uh, her marriage is broken up with command she's no longer with him and if anyone has been through a relationship breakup before you know what that's like okay you can imagine how emotional that is now, we don't know any of the circumstances and I don't think we have the, the right to. And people might say, oh, we should know because she's a public figure and stuff. Well, I say, well, no, you don't need to know. You just you might want to know, but you don't need to know. Um, so who knows on what the circumstances of that were. Um, she uh, was under an incredible amount of stress and anxiety and obviously upset. Um, perhaps there was drinking as a result of that. Who knows the timing of you know, discussions, breakup, etc., etc. Maybe she was stuck somewhere. She needed to, you know, get home, whatever. She didn't think. She made an error of judgment. She did it. She got caught, if you like. Um, there's no reporting as to whether she was dangerously driving or nearly had an accident or anything like that. Just that that was what her alcohol reading was. And um, now she's, she's come unstuck for it. So... I would say that I, I don't condone the behaviour because I don't drink alcohol at all. Uh, but um, you just don't know what's what's been going on in that situation. And she was found guilty. This happened yesterday. She was found guilty, and she's been uh, prosecuted. Uh, I guess it's a whole different discussion whether you think the the crime fits the or the punishment fits the crime. 
Uh, she's lost her license for three months and she's been fined $750. Uh, now, to me, that's like, really? That's, <laughs> that's hardly a slap on the wrist for somebody that's worth $50 million. Uh, but it's probably more the inconvenience of not being able to drive around, having that flexibility for uh, three months. But it's not like she's lost it for a year or a couple of years or uh, anything like that, or she's gone to jail, getting jail time. She's not suffering any of those things. But she is suffering the humiliation, um, the embarrassment, the damage to her reputation, and all of that. And I, I saw her on the news last night, and when she was, uh, you know, she she came out of the the hearing, and she had a, a you know, um, what do you call it, a statement to make to the, the press, and she was, she was very teary and upset, and she apologised. She was very sincere, and I looked at her and I thought, oh my goodness, you poor love. Um, she looked so, um, well, she looked old. She looked worn out. She looked tired. She looked at the you know the lowest of lows, and I I really felt for her. And um, I thought, you know what? If this happened to anyone else, any of you that are listening to this, then nobody else would probably know about it. Okay, but because of who she is, the whole world knows about it now, and will pass judgment as a result of that. And like I say, I don't condone the behaviour. But we weren't in the situation. We don't know what's been leading up to it. It doesn't make it right. But uh, let's just accept the fact that, as does she said, she's made a mistake. She regrets it. She's sorry. And um, let's let's kind of move on uh, from it because it's uh, it's just so devastating for her. And you know what, it obviously really resonated with me. It triggered something within me because obviously I'm talking about it now. And I I sent her a message, a private message uh, through Instagram last night um, just to pass on my, I guess, my thoughts to her while she's going through this really tough time and just have her understand that, you know, this is a, a moment in time that will pass and that there are people out there thinking of her and, um, you know, I know that I've made mistakes before that I regret and I think, man, why did I do that? It could be something that you said, something that you did and you just think, well, we just all make mistakes. No one is perfect. And I guess there's always a lesson to be learned from every single thing that happens in your life. And, you know, maybe an opportunity that comes through this for her is around a message around drink driving and uh, the impact that it's had on her and the people around her and she was just lucky that you know nobody was nobody was injured as a result so i say a couple of things if you haven't seen it with your own eyes if you haven't heard it with your own ears if you haven't if you're not that person uh, you know, you don't know all the circumstances. You don't know what's going on in people's lives. You don't know all conversations that have had. You don't know all the different aspects and goings on behind closed door conversations, all that kind of stuff. You just don't know. And uh, we can easily pass judgment. And I say, let's not. 
let's um, put yourself in someone else's shoes and think, well, what would you have done? And many of you might say, well, I wouldn't have got in the car, I wouldn't have put the child in the car, I wouldn't have been drinking. Um, that's fine, but maybe it's an, another scenario for you where Michelle would have said, I would never do that, but you did it. Uh, so I think compassion is important, but um, you know, put yourself in someone else's shoes because you just never know what's been going on. So you have a great day. Don't pass judgment too quickly. And I'll see you tomorrow. Bye.